0: you're listening to the drive forward podcast. We're cruising through the latest in transportation to inspire a better tomorrow. Welcome to the seventh episode of the drive forward podcast. I'm your host, Emily Jankowski. Today, we're chatting with Christy Chin, the University of Texas at Austin's director of civic innovation for the center of transportation research. Well, welcome to the Drive Forward podcast, Christy. Let's go ahead and dive on in. Maybe start off by telling me a little bit about your role at the University of Texas at Austin and your unique background in both engineering and design.
1: Sure. Uh, Here at UT Austin, I'm the director of civic innovation for the Center of Transportation Research. Uh, My background is in civil engineering on the structure side, and then I also have degrees in architecture and transportation engineering. Uh, We primarily focus on the emerging technology and smart city space Uh, that can mean a lot of different things, but really look at the the intersection of transportation, community, and policy. Uh, We've got two main projects, the Texas Technology Task Force, uh, which is a strategic advisory body to the Texas Department of Transportation. And then our second one is the the Texas Innovation Alliance. Uh, And the alliance, it, it grew out of that effort. It's really grown into a robust network of cities, transportation agencies, and research institutions.
0: Wonderful. Um, So it sounds like a a good amount of your work is actually revolving around the Texas Innovation Alliance itself. Maybe tell me a little bit more about how this program got its start and where you're working
1: now with it. Yeah, we got our start back in 2016. Uh, The USDOT Smart City Challenge was was just a a really good opportunity. Um, I think Texas was just facing... Rapid population growth, uh, congestion was front of mind. And when that announcement was made, uh, the city of Austin really looked at it as this opportunity to reimagine the city and what some of these emerging technologies could do for its community. Uh, Even though the city of Austin um, didn't win that application, there was just so much momentum. uh, And the city of Austin worked with the Texas Department of Transportation and together they issued a call to action to the other metro areas around the state. Uh, We've helped to jumpstart eight other smart city teams and uh, we've been working together ever since. The the idea is really to look at our common challenges, develop shared solutions. Right now, we're we're currently planning for the the annual conference, uh, the Texas Mobility Summit, which is coming up. And then over the course of this year, we've turned our focus to safety um, something that came out of last year's summit was uh, a call to look at vision zero recently the Texas Department of Transportation they have a road to zero movement to end traffic fatalities by 2050 and alongside a number of the other Texas cities there is a real interest in moving beyond vision to action and so we we recognize that the traffic fatalities are not restricted to just One jurisdiction or one agency's roadways. So we've been working together with the cities and TXDOT to coordinate various strategies and leverage best practices.
0: Wow! Well, what a great goal for 2050—the zero fatalities. That's that's really awesome. And I I know you're doing a lot of collaboration with other cities around the state. Uh, Tell me a little bit more about the team structure of the alliance and how you guys are kind of working together collaboratively to to come together and put this out for the public.
1: Yeah. The, the Alliance comprised of regional teams, uh, right now we've got 10 different teams representing, uh, large midsize and, and small regions. So, um, it, it includes, uh, Houston and Dallas, Fort Worth, as well as, uh, the city of Austin and even Bryan College station and Corpus Christi. And the, they include a variety of stakeholders. Uh, whenever we first got started, we really looked to each of the regions as to how best to organize themselves. They know their issues best. They know their local politics best. They know their communities. So uh, we really look to them um, in terms of who they wanted to invite to the table. Typically, it includes the city, someone from the transit agency, metropolitan planning organization, or council of government. Uh, the tech dot districts typically involved. And then Houston, for example, has included their port. San Antonio uh, talks with their joint military base. And then a lot of times, the the local universities are also part of the discussion. So it's been just a, a really good model. It's, it's a grassroots, almost organic structure of partnerships. Uh, and it's something that we really think that the, has made the Alliance successful and enabled us to be nimble as an organization.
0: Wow, that's really great to be able to see, you know, metropolitan agencies and as well as state agencies coming together and working with the university like that for something greater. That's awesome. Well, I know speaking of partnerships, one of your key partnerships is with the national nonprofit known as the Smart Cities Lab. What has been some of the value in collaborating with cities outside of Texas, and what are some of the challenges that you're currently tackling?
1: Yeah, there's been an immense value in collaborating with the lab. Uh, we recognize that Texas is not the only one facing these, these big challenges, uh, population growth, congestion, this pandemic, or or even... Um, how communities are being displaced. And so there's about 10 or so cities in the Alliance and 10 or so cities in the lab, such as Pittsburgh, San Francisco, Columbus, Denver, South Bend, and some others. And so together uh, we have a combined 20 city network. And this really opens things up in terms of just the, the breadth of lessons learned and best practices that we're able to draw upon to address some of today's most critical topics Together with the lab, we work to facilitate a community of practice. Uh, so something that we, we heard whenever we first formed the partnership is that the public agencies were going to conferences and uh, it's great to be able to, to network and hear the latest on some of the projects. But after the conference, typically the discussion falls off, you fall out of touch, and a lot of times you only hear about the success stories, what works. And so whenever we did the communities of practice, we really wanted opportunity to bring, bring peers together to have candid conversations and also understand what didn't work, um, be able to work through some of these tough challenges in real time. And so last year in 2019, we held 19 different community of practice calls, uh, just to share a few of the, our favorite topics. I think scooters and the way that, uh, it almost felt like scooters happened to cities. And so, Um, There was a reactive approach trying to understand what do we need to be thinking about, what are the data needs, and so we organized and brought together a number of cities around the mobility data specification that came out of Los Angeles, uh, as well as thinking through some of the scooter safety. Austin uh, had done an epidemiology study with the CDC. And there was a lot of interesting findings about uh, ways in which the, the city could work with public health officials to try to understand and and protect the public. Um, Some of the other ones that we've looked at are around automated vehicles and how that's a technology that could be used um, not only for for typical transit applications, but looking to different opportunities for older adults or users with disabilities Mm -hmm. and how that can enable people to to reenter the workforce. And then uh, just to share one more, I think displacement and gentrification has been a real issue for transportation. A lot of times in the history of transportation projects, um, they've had unintended consequences or even intended consequences in terms of dividing communities. And currently a lot of uh, cities and agencies are trying to um, move beyond that and find ways in which to actually connect communities with one another. And so we did a a series of calls and it combined uh, various academic expertise, as well as with city practitioners who are working directly with the community, implementing the policies. And so it's been um, a great value to be able to work with the lab, to connect with, um, connect the Texas cities and the public agencies with their peers across the country, uh, and really just draw upon the lessons learned that are being generated uh, at, at such a rapid pace.
0: Absolutely. I think you bring up a really great point that I, a lot of what civil engineers are tasked with currently is probably bringing back up that aspect of equity to transportation and being able to provide people from all walks of life the same opportunity. And I think one of those projects that you even mentioned was you know, automated vehicles or autonomous vehicles and being able to, to help bring people back to that level playing field. And I know that's one of the projects that we foresee um, hoping to contribute to autonomous and connected vehicles is our hope to build an autonomous and connected vehicle track known as the Illinois Autonomous and Connected Track here in Rantoul, Illinois. How do you see university led projects like this and the Texas Innovation Alliance championing the future of transportation, and how do you see those projects being vital for students?
1: You've brought up a great point just in terms of the, the role of universities and, and students. Um, I think it's a great time to be in transportation. The, the technology and services are just changing so quickly. And uh, the role of the university is also changing. Uh, I think for transportation, I really believe that the way forward is going to be applied. It's going to be interdisciplinary. As researchers, I think we're accustomed to, to taking our time, right? We have that time to, to formulate a hypothesis, develop the methodology, collect the data, evaluate the results. Uh, but the transportation industry and, and public agencies, uh, they're the really moving at a speed that that we not only need to keep pace with, but we can actually use our collective expertise, uh, the work that you're doing at at Illinois, the work that we're doing in Texas um, and and across the country, that collective expertise can be applied to help guide public agencies in terms of anticipating the infrastructure needs and just being able to plan for the future. And then, um, oh, you you talked about students. And uh, I think with everything that's happening with COVID-19, I think folks are starting to really look at education differently and what are the opportunities beyond the classroom, beyond textbooks. And so I think with some of these, uh, applied opportunities, students can immerse themselves in these experiences, being able to talk with the public sector, the private sector. Um, and we've something that we, we focus on in terms of the thinking is it, it's not about the technology. Um, we really uh, focus on what is the challenge that you're solving, and having that critical thinking skill set can equip the students going forward to really put in that next generation of transportation.
0: Absolutely, it seems like we're at a pivotal time in transportation and uh, kind of at a fork in the road, so to speak. So I think it's great to see these students be able to adjust to things unexpected like a pandemic and uh, very much to so. think outside of the box and uh, look at research differently, so well, you know speaking of leaving a long lasting legacy and trying to do our best here at universities you know what do you what do you hope your legacy is
1: at u t austin I think I would really hope that my legacy at Austin would be a philosophy of teamwork. Uh, I've played team sports my whole life uh I played softball all the way into college, and uh, I have a firm belief that in in working with others and and driving towards a common goal, it elevates not only the individual, but can elevate the whole. So the the work that we've been doing with the Alliance, I think something that was critical to to forming the Alliance was the ability of the public agencies to, to check their title at the door, to change the mindset that this is not just about my agency and, and my jurisdiction uh, but to really think about the transportation system as a whole and that's something that i think the team that uh, of students and researchers that we have at ut austin they've they've embedded that philosophy and the way that they they work with each other or the way that they've carried into um, their careers in the professional world um, i think that that philosophy of teamwork is something that i hope would extend beyond me just in order to be able to create and build something greater.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today, Christy. That's all I had for you. And listeners, thank you so much for staying tuned in. The Drive Forward podcast is a production of Illinois Center for Transportation, a research center of the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. We invite you to subscribe to the Drive Forward podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Spotify. And while you're there, feel free to like or rate us. Thanks for listening. Keep the conversation rolling by using the hashtag DriveForward.